dude first father's day it's like the craziest how's that going it's it's a crazy feeling honestly everybody's like you know congratulations which is like you know it's it's amazing and like you know i've been super uh i've been like pretty tired like the last couple of nights i've gotten i've gotten more sleep um because we finally figured out um we finally figured out that not necessarily you know the whole feed i think there's always things to to figure out but like we you know we were having trouble with uh you know, feeding this little human being and, then, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, trying to figure out what cries mean, which, which now like she only cries when she's, when she's hungry, really. So, that's good. um, but dude, like the other night, um, you know, I hear, I hear her crying and I'm like, okay, well, you know, Steph's probably gonna wake up and, you know, probably feed her or whatever, dude, like a couple minutes go by and, it, and she wasn't like hysterically crying. So I get up and, you know, I pick her up and, uh, I was like, man, like I fucking hope that there's, you know, a bottle or something to give her. <laughs> and dude, I look over and Steph is just out. She's knocked out. And I was just, like, all right, she's not getting up. <laughs> um, luckily there was a, luckily, luckily there was a bottle. Um, so I was able to, uh, I was able to do my thing. Cause obviously I don't have the, the, the hardware supplies. to yeah, <laughs> have the milk supply to, to provide this baby with, with food so dude like we stayed up for like hours i mean we watched two movies we watched and one one of them was a long ass movie fucking uh wow uh uh what was it what's the uh kevin costner movie uh dances with wolves okay okay it's Old like school. that's almost like a three hour movie <laughs> that's a long and then one. we watched home alone 2 that's the good one and by we i mean me she was just like she was just chilling. I mean, like not sleeping at all. But she was like, awake. She was just up, yeah. awake, yeah. And it was like the first time that she had been up for, for that long. So it was hella cool. But like, I mean, I was just tired as shit. And then, eventually, she passed out. I was able to get like three hours of sleep or so. But how much sleep have you been getting? On average, like in one go, probably about three hours. Um, and then you know I'll take naps and and stuff like that. But. Uh, you know, it's been, uh, it's, it's been such a, a huge change. And now like, you know, it, it's not, it's not as bad as, you know, it, it really sounds right. Like I think everybody makes it seem like it's like this and it is, it's, it's super fucking challenging. It's like, it's the most challenging thing that I've ever done. Um, but like the first two, three nights, actually, it was just like, holy shit, like, what did we get ourselves into? This is like, real. This is insane. Like, yeah. we have to keep this little human being alive, like, around the clock. <laughs> and, like, in the, in those few days, like, I think I learned more in those three days than I had, like, in my entire life. I, I, no I, kidding. Shit you not. Like, it was, yeah. it was insane. And then after that, you know, we kind of figured out um, some things that we were having trouble with. And then, you know, like, it, I just, like, the stress just was, like, instantly just like significantly reduced and then even though i was still like sleep deprived sure. like it i was in so much of like a better mood and it was just again like the the reduction of, of stress was like it was it was so immense and and so for me it was like okay well i can fucking live off of you know two or three hours of sleep at a time like as long as she's alive like yeah you know we're successful parents and we're doing our job <laughs> so that's been like the last yeah last week because what she was born june 6th yeah so i mean man you know we're not even two weeks in and it's does it been... seem like i asked 
Steph this the other day, but does it seem like she's changed just in that week? Oh, dude, it is crazy. Like we we took her in for her one week appointment. She's grown a little over a quarter inch. Wow. And like you think about that, like a quarter inch is a lot. Yeah. And well, when you're and, that small and that small and it's like, OK, well, you know, all they do is grow. Right. And like her facial features have have even changed. Like she looks more, you know, she's you know, they get kind of beat up during yes. the birth process yes. and then, you know, all swollen <laughs> and stuff like that. And now it's just like, you know, she's just getting more fat, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Um, which is yeah. Good. Which is, which is a good thing. She's healthy. So, uh, it's crazy. Thank you guys. Thank you, um, for all the congrats. Um, it is definitely worth every sleepless moment. It is. Um, but yeah, man, I've getting, I've been getting a lot of love. So thank you. Uh, thank you everybody. Do you feel like you're sort of just on, even though you're sleep deprived, you just, have just like natural instinct to provide. oh yeah yeah it's it's like not even a it's not a thing where it's like man oh fuck like i gotta get up again and i gotta like you know feed this kid it's like man it's like you you just do what you gotta do and it's crazy because i i heard from a lot of uh a lot of dads um you know who who i've sort of consulted some i didn't really <laughs> they just kind of just you know push their their advice on me and, and, and kind of gave, just gave me their two cents. And, you know, there was, it's, it's crazy. And then it's been about 50, 50 with guys who, who have said, you know, well, I, I don't really feel connected to, uh, or I didn't really feel connected to my son or daughter, you know, for the first, you know, three months. And I was just like, Holy shit. And this is before, you know, uh, Olivia was even born. Yeah. So I was like, damn, like, like, is it going to be like that? Like, you know, is that, is that fucked up? Like, you know, I didn't really know. Yeah. That's a weird thing to think about. And then I thought about it and I was like, no, it's probably not really that messed up because, you know, I'm not carrying this, this kid and, you know, the mother's got to do all that. Right. And there's a way deeper connection, I think. Right. Right. So, but like for me, and, and I watched every single part of the birth process, which was fucking insane, by the way, like what women can do is just it's incredible. Like they trump men in every, every single way. Right. Like I have like a newfound respect for women. And, uh, you know, I, as I'm watching this process and, and as my daughter comes out, I'm like, immediately, I just felt like, I I just felt like so much love and it was like instantaneous. I'd never felt anything like that. Yeah. It was absolutely crazy. So, and, and now I look back on those conversations. I'm like, Hmm, that's interesting. Like, you know, Half of these guys said that they felt this connection and it was like the greatest moment of their life, which mm-hmm. I completely relate to. And some other guys are just like, yeah, I didn't really feel anything for the first, you know, a uh, few months, some up even till like the first around like their first birthday. Wow. And I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. I, I so mean, I'm, I'm interested as to why that is. And, you yeah. know, I'll probably do some more research. And I think it's just, you know, it's got a lot to do with psychology and, and, you know, maybe their upbringing or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever happens. But man, it's been, uh, again, like I've learned, I've learned so much. And like oh, my father's day gifts were, yeah. you know, my, my brother, um, and my, and my sister-in-law got me this book called, uh, be prepared. And <laughs> okay. it's like, you know, it's this dad who's just holding this baby on like, like on, on the cover and, uh, it's all like hand sketched, you know, shit. And, uh, you know, pretty much just giving advice to, you know, new fathers. And it's, it's pretty hilarious because like immediately they're just like, 
yeah, like, you know, the baby doesn't really need you. Like you're there, <laughs> you're there to make your, your girl's, your girl's job just in, in her day, like more convenient. So, which I completely agree with, like, you know, there's, there's nothing much I can do, but, um, help out as much as possible. So, uh, but you know, still it's, it's super, uh, it's super fun. And like, you know, I've, I've had dreams that she's been older and, uh, I don't know if I've told you this, but, um, you know, I, I had a dream like probably a few days before she was born that she had brought home a boy. And this is before she was, this is before she okay. was born. Okay. Right. I mean, probably, you know, just like a, she's a teenager, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I got fucking pissed, like really pissed off. And like, I, I, I was, it, it was a dream, but it felt so real. Sure. And, 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 and Steph was like mad at me in my dream because I was just being such a huge dick to this, to this kid. <laughs> and like, you know, like he wasn't really, you know, he wasn't really being a smart, it was just me just being a, being an asshole, but it was, yeah. it was hilarious. So it's going to be interesting. Do when you she think starts, that that's uh, how you will? Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. I know it. I know <laughs> Maybe it, it. Because wasn't that's, a dream. That's Maybe a, it was like a, yeah, that's like a subconscious thought, yeah. right? Like, you know, it's not something that kind of just popped up and I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, I'd never do Like I can, I'll for sure. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll treat her boyfriends or whatever like shit, but you know, I don't, I don't have to uh, worry about that for a while. You got a few years. Yeah. So guys, um, (laughs) we want to take questions obviously by we, I mean me and Michael, um, Cody is, Cody is out for today. It's, it's been funny because like recently it's either been him and you or, you know, it's kind of just, you know, kind of been off and on with, uh, we we haven't done a podcast as a group for, it seems like a while. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, like we, you know, again, we want to take, uh, as many questions, um, as possible. There's uh, I actually read, and we were talking about this before. Mm-hmm. I just read this article on how coconut oil is now deemed unhealthy by the American Heart Association, I believe. Uh, and they're kind of piggybacking this study in, Again, like I, I'll have to do more research on it. I don't know how much insight I'm going to be able to provide you guys um, with this whole thing, but you know, it. I think that they're just tying it to the whole saturated fat, and you know, they're they're really just piggybacking off of uh, off of that. And it's it's. I'm I'm really curious as to why why they why they're making this correlation, like because I I, I want to call bullshit. Yeah, I would assume from like a media standpoint it's going to be more effective to attach it to something that everyone thinks is healthy. Right. And everyone might be do having coconut oil. But if you look at, I didn't look at the studies, but I saw the article saying that it was basically saturated fats. Yeah. But one, isn't there two different types of fats too, like animal protein fats or plant mm-hmm. fats. Mm-hmm. So that might be a difference too. But coconut oil, I'm only having like a tablespoon a day. Right. So is that the same level of saturated fats as say saturated fat in a cheeseburger mm-hmm. of a different type not, um, yeah it's not even close right and, and it's like anything else like you can do you can overdo healthy shit and and mess your body up right right but here's the thing and, and actually this uh i heard this the other day and i was watching uh joe rogan's podcast and uh who do you have on there? I think he had Steve-O on there. And Steve-O? Uh, Steve-O from yes, Jackass. Yes, And that was a super entertaining. Um, do you know that he's, he's a vegan? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So he, he said that on the podcast. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And he's like, yeah, I'm just a vegan and I'm just trying. Right. <laughs> and he was trying to figure out all these reasons why like he's been so tired and, and all that. But um, so what uh, really what happened is, is, you know, they were talking about they were they were talking about how fat was just so unhealthy. And this was this was a while ago. I think it was over, you know, a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, you know, like sugar companies, right? They they wanted to mask the fact that, uh, you know, sugar was really like fucking people up. Yeah. Right. So they paid, you know, the the press and the media to put out all this all this stuff on uh, on saturated fat and, and, you know, fat is, is going to kill you. And it's like the leading cause of heart disease or whatever. Um, and like, you know, how, how fucking crooked is that? Right. Like they just, and and they have so much money that it's just like, okay, here, like we want to stay in business because then these people aren't going to be thinking about sugar. And obviously man, people love sugar. And I like, I'm huge on sugar. I fucking love sugar. Right. Who doesn't? Um, but yeah, like they just threw these threw all this money at, at these people just to say, okay, well, let's like let's put out a bunch of bad press on fat. Let's get people mm-hmm. focused on fat so they don't really think about sugar. Um, so you know, a bunch of these companies who are just putting out bullshit, especially like you know, like cereal for kids and oh, um, yeah, you know, everything. If, if fucking man, like oh yeah, like uh, it's it's low fat, but it's got a million grams of of fucking sugar in it. So yeah. you know what I mean, and, and trying to pass it off as you know, a healthy or it has high fiber, but yet the rest right. of everything else is <laughs> right. crap. They want to, they want to emphasize about like, what's good about this. And yeah. then, you know, totally mask the fact that there's a shit ton of sugar, but you know, at the same time, like it's not necessarily these big companies fault, right? Like, you know, I think that we have to do our homework as far as, you know, what are we eating? What are we, what are we putting into our body? Mm-hmm. Which is why I feel um, totally okay with calling out this. And I think it was on like King five or something like that, where I saw this article on coconut oil and I feel completely comfortable in calling bullshit on this, on this article, right? Like it's fucking, you know, it's coconut oil. (laughs) Like you're not fucking drinking gasoline. dude. Well, would you, of the oils to cook with, what's the healthiest one? But they don't offer any alternative. They don't, you know, I mean, like they really just the whole article was just piggybacking on saturated fat and um, how there's uh, more LDLs or or whatever. Um, You know, again, I'm going to have to do a little bit more research on this whole on this whole thing. But I was just skimming through it before we before we went live. But I just thought that that was complete bullshit. Yeah. Um, but you know, people are going to reaction on social media. Everyone's sharing it like, Oh no, what do we do? What and, do we do? And, and people are going to share it and they're going to be like, Holy shit. Right. Like I just bought, I just bought 10 pounds of coconut oil from <laughs> Costco. Like, right? what do I do now? Right. So, or, or, or what do I eat? Those big Costco ones. How do people go through those? Oh dude. I think it took me, it takes me forever. It took me, it took me over a year to go through yeah to go through one of them but i mean who knows man like people could just be going ham with the you know people love to to put a bunch of like butter or um olive oil mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that and you know like you gotta really not i mean a generous amount you know might be good but i mean just dousing your just because it's not as bad or, as other things exactly mean right yeah because again you can you can overdo it I think that reminds me of studies, say, 15 years ago, and I'll just use this as an example. I don't know if this was the real one, but like walking 
is good for you because it gets you active, obviously. But then there's like another study 10 years later that, well, too much walking is actually negative for you. Right. And then everyone gets in this hysteria of, well, wait, I shouldn't walk. Should I walk I a mile or should I walk a mile and a quarter? Yeah. Or do so I then walk everyone's three thinking, quarters of a mile. Like, yeah, man, it's, it's again, like a lot of people want to and do like huge credit to, to Cody and his blog because man, like he, he does a lot of homework and he does a lot of research and it's not like he's just putting out articles just to put out articles because a lot of people, um, are, are doing that, especially in the fitness industry mm-hmm. are kind of just putting out content and, and just doing it just to get the likes clicks. or to get clicks yeah. or whatever and, and, and get attention. You know, I, I, and again, like that's a huge problem in this, in this industry, man. I, again, you took, you talk about a multi-billion dollar, uh, industry. Um, and yet people are having a harder time than ever, uh, losing fat and mm-hmm. becoming more healthy and, you know, making sure that, you know, they, they keep, uh, you know, the, these crazy diseases and illnesses at bay, like, you know, diabetes and cancer and stuff like that. When, you know, I think that there's just, again, there's so much information out there that are, it's constantly being advertised to people. And then they say, okay, well, I'm going to try this. And then, oh, well, the whole 30 looks good. Okay. Well, I mean, the Atkins really worked for me like, you know, seven years ago. So <laughs> let's, let's try that again. Yeah. Right. So again, like, and that there's just this huge yo-yo effect. And I, I think that a lot of people that I sit down with, that I talk to, that I have conversations with, whether they train with me or not, um, that's, that's really the common denominator. Right. And I think sure. that, um, again, like, I think that it's, it's really, it's really fucked up, right? Like just to get attention, just to get clicks and you offer, uh, no other insight other than saying what people should, shouldn't be doing, but like you, you offer no perspective. There's on, no you know, opposite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What people should be doing. So again, huge credit to, to Cody's blog. And, and recently he was just published in, uh, uh, the Huff Post, mm-hmm. um, which is a, a huge um, accomplishment. Um, but I think that, you know, it's a lot of what we're trying to do with the podcast as well, man. Like, you know, put out great content for obviously for you guys to to consume and to uh, and to really take home and say, OK, well, fuck, like I actually learned something like not only should I not be doing this, but here's a couple of tips on on what I should do. Right. Could you imagine if it was just a podcast of things not to do, dude? <laughs> but there's no alternatives, and, and you know what <laughs> is that would probably kill it, right? Like it, it would because then people would, and I again like people people feed off of it because then you know they repost it and it's it is shareable content, right? Right? And Why this is bad for you? Just exactly. Kind of just fill in the blank. Every and people week. love to share it, <laughs> and then they'll tag their friend. Oh, fucking somebody like oh Shelly like. You know, you do this all the time. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't do it. And she's like, all "Watch right, out, well, Beth. What you better I? lay off." <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I see that. I see that a lot. Yeah, love the creative workouts. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's uh, and actually, that was uh, what I was uh, gonna talk about today too. Was, you know, I think that we we've talked a lot about different programs um in the past. Uh, you know, things that we've tried. Um, you know, there's there's so many different programs out there. And I think that, you know, people are kind of feeding off of this idea that, okay, well, I need to be on a program to succeed. And I know that we've, we've, uh, dabbled on, onto this, this topic, um, on on the podcast before and creativity. And this is a big part of why, you know, I shoot these video 
uh, or shoot these videos um, for for all of our followers, um, all of our listeners on the podcast, and and for those of you who who watch the videos that that I put out, um, you know, it, it's to it's to get you guys to really think that, you know, and I love the, all of the conversation and the messages and the feedback that I get from you guys talking about, man, like that was an awesome exercise. Right. And a lot of man, like I feed off of that same thing. Like I see a lot of people, um, who I look up to in the industry, you know, that, yeah, like, you know, there's these cool, sexy exercises and I love that just as much as the next person, but I love the ones that make more sense. Right. And that, that are really like, and there's effective. actually a reason that yeah. there's that that you're doing this movement. So in a lot of what I do, and it's not like I just sit there and I'm like, okay, well, this exercise looks cool. So I'm going to put this in like, you know, these are real workouts that that I give people and that um, obviously I, I do myself. So, you know, I just want to put that on video and, and again, share it with as many people as I can, because being creative, uh, I think that, you know, it, in the human brain, like that's just the way that we operate, right? Mm -hmm. We're always looking for things to, um, to do that. That's new, right. And step out of our comfort zone. Um, for the most part, um, you know, I'm a huge fan of, of mastering, uh, basic movements, squats, deadlifts, you know, different variations. Um, I actually got a, a video, um, that is about to go up pretty soon. Uh, a bunch of different deadlift variations I've shot, you know, we shot, um, however many, I don't even remember how many yeah. pushups, it's like 70 something push up <laughs> variations, a um, a, a ton of different chin up variations. So, uh, it, and again, like it's really just to get people to think about, you know, how many, how many times can, cause dude, I see so many people who do just like pull-ups or chin-ups, right. And there's different ways to do it. Right. Yeah. And what, what my philosophy is like, okay, well, man, in the other day I did four sets of chin-ups. Um, or pull-up slash chin-up variations, and they were all different. Each set was different. The rep count was the same, but each, but, of but the each four. variation, yeah, each variation was different. So creativity to me is huge, and, and that's why I do what I do. And, and and being a coach allows me to do that. So you know, yeah, we can follow guidelines, and and you know, we can still follow the rules, and we can still change it up week to week. And, and that's really what I love about program design and, and stuff like that. So, um, if and you it guys keeps are it interesting for the, for me, yeah, when I'm training, it keeps it interesting. It's not the same thing or you learn to like certain ones better than others. So you're not stuck right. in that rut of doing the same one all the time. Right. Right. And, and I think, you know, it's a big reason why I started with the whole, you know, I, I really got bit by that mobility bug a couple of years ago because it was new. It was different. I got this immediate response, um, you know, that my body just loved. And I was like, shit, like, you know, imagine if you dove deeper into this and, you, you know, you started to share it like, mm -hmm. man, because I was I was really messed up as far <laughs> as, you know, my my movement was and, and you know, stuff suffering lower back pain is, you know, like nobody should step off of a curb at at 24 what was I, 24, 23 or 24 at the time? No, I was 24, um, almost 25. And I stepped off of a curb on vacation, a curb. mind you, a curb. Like, it's like and, my back, and my back fucking just locked up. So I, I do, I was walking like maybe, you know, a few minutes at a time before I had to like put my hands on my knees and just like, you know, like just to get some relief. Wow. And I was like, man, like, I'm way too young for this to, to be happening yeah. because like, dude, like I was just jumping into workouts and, and not warming up at all and not doing okay. mobility drills and stuff Which, like that. How, how many, how, what percentage of people do you think probably do that? 
I think that, man, I, I, it's crazy about, you know, how many of my clients will come in and, you know, they'll foam roll a little bit and it's really just half-assed and I see it. I mean, I train too many people to be like, you know, watching their every move and taking them through every foam roll drill, you know, especially people with, who have been training with me for two, three, four years. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, nobody wants to do that, right? Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a coach. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a babysitter. Um, and so what I do essentially is I just, you know, I write their workout cause they'll do what I tell them to do. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm right there. Right. So I just build the warm up into their, into their workout now. Right. Do you think they so there's no way realize that? And that's why they're not warming up. No, no. I mean, it's, it was the other way around. Yeah. I realized it okay. and then, and then built it into their, into their workout. And the thing is though, cause Years ago, when I did personal training at a big box gym, the warm up that you'll probably what do you think the warm up was that they had me do? I have no fucking idea. I mean, just because the only thing that I ever known was was vigor, right? And, yeah. And what I do now. So my warm up, which at the time that was a warm up to me, was treadmill walking on the treadmill <laughs> or something. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I then, guess I should have. Yeah. And then bump it up a little bit. And then right. once you get to a jog, you're, you're yeah. good. You're warmed yeah. up. Once you get a light sweat going. Yeah. And then we're going to cool down for about five minutes and then we'll start the workout. Well, the cool down was walking <laughs> on the treadmill. God. Yeah. No joke. That's hilarious. So that's why when I first came into Vigor and had a warm up, I was like, what the? Right. I thought it was the workout. But see, again, <laughs> like, and, and I can't really. I can't really shit on, you know, the the trainers who do that because look, like, again, that's a lot of what the industry is. You got these big box gyms who they're not really built off of fitness or, Mm -hmm. you know, personal training. They're the, I mean, they're real estate mongers, right? Like, you know, these big ones, right? 24 hour fitness, LA fitness, like they're buying other, they're buying out other companies. They bought out vision quest and now they got all these different locations. They, they own this they own this building and so their only their only goal is to just sell as many memberships as they possibly can and then buying those smaller gyms turns into a selling point of oh we have the active or we have Dude, the the sport locations that are smaller i i worked at LA Fitness for a year and i probably saw on the sales staff i think that there was at most there was about 5 people on at one time in the year that I was there, I think just on the sales staff alone, they probably got close to 20 different, 20 different people. Um, Look at that fucking retention. It's terrible. Like some people were like after a couple of weeks because they, they, you know, they were demanded to be there really like, you know, their, their schedule said eight hours, but the GM would be like, Oh no, I need you another you know, three or four hours. So they're working like 12 hour days, like young, young people just too, doing like sales. who just don't want to hustle like that, you know, yeah. for, for shit money. Right. And then they're like, well, fuck this. Like, man, I could go sell weed and make more money than this in two hours. Right. <laughs> and then I could just go visit friends and wherever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean like that's what it's really built on. And, and, and the same goes with like the personal, tra- I mean the, tr- the trainers weren't even doing any of the selling. Right. Right. Like, mm-hmm. You know, they had, uh, they had sales for memberships and then they had sales for personal training. And then it's like, okay, well, you know what I mean? So I, I absolutely think that personal trainers or coaches, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself now, uh, that, that you have to learn sales. Absolutely. Right. right? Because it, it creates this, this, uh, 
well, this and, trust with, with you and, you know, maybe your future client, definitely. right? Who knows, right? Like, so when you go through this process of, all right, well, I'm going to sit down with you. You sell me on a package. I, I know nothing about this trainer. Right. Um, but I'm going to, I'm paying thousands of dollars to, to work out with money. this trainer that I have no idea. Like we have no chemistry. I don't, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then it's non-refundable. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like there's so many people that, that I know that like, you know, that, that did this. And then it's like, well, man, like I didn't really mesh with the trainer. Like he was texting the whole time. Like I didn't really feel like, you know, he, uh, he really wanted he to be there yeah. and like, I'm paying all this money, but I can't get my money back. But I also don't want to train with this person. Yeah. It was like, man, like imagine how much again. And that's where you would resent going. You wouldn't want to even go. And that's a huge Why part of like this billion dollar industry of yeah. people who that's really cool aren't that's getting, cool I know that was too, dope. That's dope. <laughs> we have a gong. Yeah. <laughs> But, and not to, you know, downplay any trainers that are starting out at the big box gyms, because maybe that's all they have. But I definitely would say that my experience, they weren't in it for me. Right. And what was best for me. Right. And all of that. So, but everyone has to start somewhere. So I totally get that if that's you. I've never, ever had a trainer that I felt was worth it. That is in and of itself right there is, is super sad. How many trainers... Have, have you, I mean, it, it doesn't even really matter the number. I'm just curious. Um, but I mean, one is really enough. Right. Uh, and, and, and look, man, like I'll be completely transparent with you. Like I've, I've, I've definitely had my fuck ups, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm 20, I'm 27 years old. Um, and I've without been doing back this. pain, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And, and, you know, I've trained hundreds of people and, I've only had, uh, you know, I mean, I've had a significant amount, I think, as far as coaches goes that have, have been with me for a long time. Right. But I've had my fair share of fuck ups and, and things. That, but I think that the, the difference is that I've definitely owned up to my mistakes. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I I've accepted the fact that I can't train everybody. Right. Like Nor, everybody that I come in, like I know a lot. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of homework. I do a lot of research. I love what I do. Program design is like my thing. Like I get it. It clicks. Um, but a lot of what coaching and personal training is, it's it's way more than just program design and, oh, and, yeah. and writing up these epic workouts, because like, man, like you, you really have to get uh, people to be compliant. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's some people who have been with me for, uh, you know, almost a year who haven't really been able to get consistent. Right. But instead of just me saying, okay, well, fuck you, you know, like you would just be fit if you just did everything that I told you. Yeah. Um, and, and and it doesn't work like that with everybody. Right. Especially. And then I think that again, like then trainers get discouraged, like, well, this is stupid. Right. Like, man, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life because it's a shit ton of work for people who don't appreciate me. Right. Um, man, and, and, and those big... ones, it, it's, I don't know what the rule is, but it's probably that rule of that one person that you feel that way about, you feel more strongly as not a failure, but it affects you more than say the five others that are getting the results and right. are committed. I love the conversation right now, guys. It's awesome. I've tried about eight trainers, eight. That is insane. Wow. That is absolutely insane. I've tried about eight waist trainers. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you have to adjust the size? 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> my first one was is too big now, but that's funny. <laughs> Eight trainers. That's. I mean, that's determination. I don't know that I would keep getting trainers <laughs> after maybe three. Right. And yeah, and, and and to really again to go back and you know because. I never want to seem like this, you know, like this perfect, uh, this per, you know, I think that there's a big misconception with, especially with social media, um, you know, that a lot of coaches and, and trainers out there want to portray themselves as like the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I am the one, right? Like I'm the chosen one, <laughs> yeah. um, man. And, and if Cody was here, he, he'd say the same thing that again, like, man, like we're, we're always going to mess up, but it allows us to to grow and to, and to learn. And I think that from those, um, you know, certain mistakes and and look like you will find those crazies out there who like, (laughs) no matter what you do, that it's just, it's, it's not going to work. But you know, in this case, like, you know, and that's, that's very, that's very rare. Right. Um, you know, I think that, uh, it's, it's probably completely normal for somebody to go through a trainers, right. Um, or not, not necessarily eight, but to go through several before they just feel defeated and, and yeah. want to give up. Well, now to be curious to know where, is this all at the same place? Is it a, over a span of 10 years? I don't know how right. long it would be, but you, I could see certain big box gyms. Maybe that's all kind of similar. Right. Well, good news, guys. Uh, we are going to do a uh, a Facebook group. It's going to be totally free, free access um, where, where Cody, Michael, um, and myself will, will be going live um, and, and really just creating a, a, uh, a community for everybody to um, to really just create a conversation, exactly what you guys are doing on, on live right now. I love it. Um, I love the conversation. And this is exactly what needs to happen, I think, for the industry to change. And that's really like our main focus um, is, again, like just like what we do here, uh, we want to provide as much value uh, as possible. And again, man, like how many times have you? Uh, you know, you've been into a community and this is why sports is so awesome, right? Like I, and that's probably why I really love sports is because man, like you got other people to piggyback off of, um, bounce ideas off of, um, to, you know, if you post videos and stuff like that, man, like I, I remember the first two, the first two years that, um, I was at Vigor brand new coach, and what I did was I posted a lot of videos and then I asked advice from the people who followed me because I knew a lot of them that's were good. coaches. And that's brave right? because not a lot of people would. Yeah. So, and I was just like, man, like I want to learn as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is the best way to do it. Um, and, and, and that created not only, you know, uh, a lot of feedback for me and some, some ways for me for, uh, to improve, but also I, man, I became friends with these guys. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and some women too. Um, and now we're still tight when I see them, man, it's, you know, it, it's cool. So like, I think that building this community is really going to be a, a, a dope thing. Um, you know, so you guys will, uh, for sure know when, um, we are going to open that up. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be really soon. Um, and you know, we're going to, uh, 
we're going to iron that out as soon as uh, we get off uh, the microphones here. Um, so yeah, like, man, if you guys are, are super interested and definitely, man, again, like it's going to be completely free, obviously to you guys. Um, if you know some friends, family, whoever, who would benefit from something like this, uh, make sure that you, uh, that, that you share this podcast, um, with them, uh, as well as comment or whatever on, on Instagram, um, any way possible. Again, we just want to get the word out. Uh, and, and we want you guys to, to make the most out of your, your training sessions, your lifestyle, really. Um, my, uh, my website will also be going up this week. Um, this week? This week. Nice. So you guys be sure to look out for that. Um, vlogs, because I'm not, if, you, if you've been uh, following the, the podcast for a while, you know that I am not um, a writer. I'm not a diligent writer like, <laughs> like Cody is. I cannot sit down for, I got like this major ADD thing going on in my brain. Um, so I have to be out moving and uh, vlogs is the best way for, uh, for me to do that. So um, see if we uh, got any questions. So if you, how to find us on Facebook, just go to Mind vs. Muscle. Yep. Thank you for that. Um, you can also go, uh, you can also type in either Theo Bowie, T-H-E-O-B-O-W-I-E, um, or Cody, uh, I think it's just Cody McBroom on Facebook. It might be Cody Boom Boom McBroom. He is really uh, <laughs> abusing the shit out of that. I'm joking. I, I'm probably sure if you just type in Boom Boom, Boom Space yeah. Boom. <laughs> One of his would pop boom, up boom, somewhere. Boom, boom, performance. And also, if you guys, uh, man, if, if you're in the greater Seattle area or if you ever um, travel to Seattle, which obviously I recommend that you do, this is one of the greatest cities on the fucking planet. Um, and obviously, the most epic gym just uh, just opened up. Um, more than just a biased opinion. Uh, I think that, I think we had over 500 people come from, uh, eight to noon, um, on the grand opening, yeah, which is a shit ton of people that that first one was, uh, man, 120 plus. Um, and there was still room for more, which was absolutely crazy. But the amount yeah. of artwork, the amount of, man, just hustle that went into, into this place, man. It is truly something to see, um, man. And I still catch myself every time that I'm in there. Uh, some dude, I just like look around and I'm just like, man, I cannot believe that, you know, this is, and it's still not even done yet. Right. It's, it's, it's crazy. It is unbelievable. Um, so if you guys, again, if you can make it to Seattle, um, or if you plan on coming here, yes, bigger ground fitness and performance. Um, literally changing i think that the, the face of of downtown renton um, oh yeah i mean there's no there's obviously no other storefront like it in in downtown renton um and i think that it's just like i mean it's crazy to you know i i remember when i sat in um you know when i was discussing my internship with with luca and actually it was before i think that i was bugging him about uh me becoming an intern. <laughs> and, uh, so he, he still hadn't offered me an internship yet, but, um, he says, uh, you know, he's, he's talking about, you know, the vision and this and that. And like, uh, you know, he had it all written up on this board. Um, so where his old desk was yeah. in the old spot, right. Yep. You saw all that, the, uh, uh, what did it say? 
Vigor, Vigor, 10,000 square behind, feet or something like that. Yeah, behind his desk. On the desk, yeah. Right? On the wall. And all that just like mad scientists sort of like scribbles and shit yeah and somehow no idea what it's it crazy because if i were to take a picture of it and i were to show you guys you'd be like what the fuck does that mean right? yeah but then like he you know he explained it i mean it was just like connecting the dots and now to, to see it in just in you know in full perspective like i mean just in real time and now to be like man like this dude fucking has been talking about that for years that was yeah and he did it Right. Like it's, it's, I think it's very rare. So, I mean, I just feel, uh, I just feel grateful to, uh, to be a part of it. Let's see. Where are you guys from, by the way? So I see a lot of people are just, uh, obviously not from Seattle. <laughs> you guys post where you're from. I love to, and, and we just had, so we did a, uh, we did a podcast with actually Luca's brother, um, went really well. I loved it. Man, that dude is an incredible guy. He's he's kind of completely different, kind of com- he's he's completely different from from Luca, right? Like <laughs> Luca's like this real like hustle and bustle dude. Like he works, you know, eighteen hour days, doesn't sleep a lot. His mind is constantly running with ideas at one hundred and fifty miles an hour, and he's you know again like his he's got fifty notebooks, he's got thousands of books. Like it's crazy always. But his brother, right? Like he he travels. And when he travels, because Luca travels a lot, but he travels for business, right? Yeah. And he'll tell you, like, man, I haven't taken a vacation in years, right? But, like, he's always leaving. But you're like, you were just he's always gone somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking insane. So, but his brother is completely different, right? Like, he's, and, and right now he's working on a documentary. You guys will obviously have to listen to the podcast. I'm not going to share it all here right now. Um, uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi, that's what's up. I got family in Alabama, so not far. Um. So yeah, like his, his brother is, his, his brother travels all the time. His name is Matei. Um, and you can't really find him on, on social media. And it's interesting because he travels so much and you know what, a lot of what he talked about was like, man, like I just love to enjoy the experience. And, uh, I mean, I think he speaks like seven different languages fluently, wow. which is crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things that, that, I asked him and, and obviously he elaborated on a little bit was, you know, when he learns these languages, you know, for example, Portuguese, he went and lived in Brazil for, you know, I think it was like two months or something. Wow. Right. And he just spoke Portuguese. Yeah. Even when people realized that he wasn't Brazilian, that, you know, and they tried to speak a little bit of English with him, he'd be like, no, like I'm going to respond and, and, you know, he completely talk Portuguese. Yeah. And it's fuck, it's crazy. So I saw a video, and, and the reason I asked him that was because I saw this video on Facebook. He was recently in Rio, and um, he's doing this uh, documentary. I believe it's you know called Movement Culture or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, quote me on that because I I think that they they might still be messing with the tide a little bit. Um, but he's going just around the world to these different uh, these different countries and you know exploring these these different cultures and how they move right obviously Brazil Rio is probably one of the most uh, you know versatile and diverse places to to move mm-hmm. right they got capoeira they got uh, the the best Brazilian jiu jitsu um, artists really I like to call them not just fighters I mean they're they're true artists um, in the purest form um, and fuck what else do they got i mean samba i mean there's there's just so many things so right much. and and to tap into all that and then i think you know the next on next on the list is uh i iran i mean i i mean there's just so many other places where it's like man like okay well what are you gonna do there what do they what do they do yeah 
you know, like, so I'm, I'm super excited to see the, uh, the documentary. And again, to kind of go back to the whole creative, uh, you know, the creative workouts thing. Um, again, thank you for, for commenting on that. Uh, you know, that that's really what, um, you know, I think that these guys do, right? Like they don't have a lot. It's like the most impoverished co- uh, countries in the world. And, Definitely. you know, but they love to move, they love to exercise and they love to explore, you know, what their bodies can do. I mean, I, I just think that that is like the most fascinating shit. Oh, for ever, sure. Ever. So, man. And it's places that um, you probably aren't as familiar with too, which is cool. Yeah. So we got London in the house. Um, I was uh, actually one of the best times of my life. wasn't in London, but I have a lot of fam. <laughs> I have a lot of family in England. Uh, my mom's from uh, my mom's from uh, Bolton. Um, not a huge fan of going there, but I love Manchester. It's not far away. I'm sure you know. Uh, I went to uh, a Manchester United game. Mm-hmm. The greatest probably like day of one of the greatest days of my life next to, you know, my daughter being born and, you know, maybe a few others. I'd have to (laughs) sit there and think about it, but it just pops into my mind every time. And, uh, it was crazy because, you know, I, I expected there to be like this crazy, like high energy, like all the time. Right. If you've Mm -hmm. ever been to a Sounders game, like, you know, I think that Americans just try to do everything bigger and, you know, a little bit crazier and, you know, a bit fucking nuts yeah, when you go yeah. into the general admission, <laughs> admission section uh, out of Sounders game. You're not going to you're not going to sit at all. But it was interesting because I was kind of expecting that. Right. I so would I, assume I would assume that, too. And uh, we go to this game and I think they're playing Southampton and like Old Trafford is like one of the most beautiful pieces of architecture i've ever fucking seen just a great stadium the acoustics in that place are crazy like there's not a bad seat in the house i think it seats like seventy five thousand people and like i mean (laughs) we would be in like the nosebleeds right where our seats were fucking expensive too by the way the nose and uh yeah all of them so man but you could hear everything that was going on it was it was crazy. Wow! Like man, it's hard to imagine, dude. It was insane, and like just the view of the field, right? It's not like you're sitting there like looking at a bunch of ants, right? Like I mean, you're watching a legit yeah. football game, and uh, so when they, you know, when they're actually watching the game, and I, I, this is probably just Europe in general. I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm just taking a, I'm just taking a guess, but everybody was so reserved watching the game they're actually enjoying the game watching each move right you know somebody would make a good play and they just you know they just do this clap right and it was like dude it was like synchronized clapping right like nobody was just like getting up just oh fuck yeah right yeah like it was just like this but when the when the ball went into the net Mm -hmm. dude it like the whole place was shaking like there was a about 10 10 or so rows in front of us there was these three old guys. I mean, <laughs> dude, like, I mean, pushing 90, wow. right? Like old, right? And when the ball went in the net, oh, I mean, just the original Manchester United fans, I guarantee it, right? Like the, oh, like the, the founding fathers, <laughs> right? And they're just going nuts. 
And I was like, dude, like seeing that, it was crazy because like, I mean, oh, you got yeah. these three just old dudes. I mean, I guarantee they just grew up playing soccer together. And that's their, and that's their team. Yeah. That's their passion. You know, I, I guarantee that if one of them was to die and have a funeral on the day of a game, like they probably wouldn't go. They probably be like, oh, well, fucking George would want us to go to the game. So <laughs> yeah, we're going to no go kid. to the yeah. game and we're going to turn up for him. <laughs> dude, it was it was insane. And, and actually leading up to that, leading up to the game, uh, we go into this bar called the Trafford. Right. Mm-hmm. And we we're just like, OK, well, this is probably a good place to go um, pre-match. Right. And it's right outside of the stadium. Little did we know that that was the pub to go. And I mean, they're oh, all over the place. It's England. Right. There's sure. there's, there's fucking pubs like there's, there's gun stores in, in, in Seattle. Right. right? right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. So we uh we go into this pub. And, I mean, it is like it's just madness. There's beer all over the floor. And I'm just wondering if people are actually drinking. I mean, they're singing, they're chanting, singing these fucking songs, <laughs> right? And they're just slapping beers around, like cheersing each other. Beer is just flying Sloshing all over the place. out of the mugs. Dude, me and my brother were like, I mean, we were just in awe. Like, man, this is like the greatest thing I've ever seen, <laughs> right? But, I mean, it's just one of those it's probably things, probably like from right? a like, movie. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, there's very few experiences. And that's, again, like, that's why I love traveling so much is because... You know, there, there's different things that you're going to experience that you, there's no way that you can experience here. Definitely. Right. Like, I, I guarantee that if, if something like that was to go down at a bar here, like people just slapping beer, there'd for sure be a fight, for yeah. sure oh, be a fist fight. Guaranteed. I mean, at the very least, right? If not, there's going to be three people shot and killed out <laughs> in the middle of the street, like for sure. So, I mean, I mean, I learned so much um, on that on that trip and, and apparently that all of the places that kind of sell memorabilia outside of the stadium mm-hmm. is all uh, ran by the mob. The mob. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't Dang. know that. And I was like, man, that's actually kind of tight because okay. <laughs> I love, I love mob movies. I love yeah. the old, you know, mafia stories. So man, it was just, yeah, it was a, it was a crazy trip. Um, man, I have so many stories from that trip and just traveling in general. Like, uh, and, and again, like that's why I'm so excited to, to see, uh, you know, Matei's documentary and, and yeah. to see how it, uh, how it unfolds. I mean, you guys are going, uh, you guys are going ham on the, uh, Instagram live. I love it. Man, one place I, I do want to go is, is Brazil. And I think that a lot of people, uh, a lot of people are scared of Brazil, which I kind of like yeah. embrace the, uh, I, I think that it's just kind of, is it just you certain know, cities, part of though? the experience. What's that? Just certain cities though, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they say that when you go to, you know, Rio, for example, I mean, mm-hmm. you got really like a few blocks to where, you know, you, you should really kind of stay, right? Like you really shouldn't go outside of that or uh, you that. could be in some serious trouble. Yeah. I think that if I was to go, I, I definitely, because you know, the city of God is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. If you, have you seen it? No. <laughs> so I, I highly recommend that if you haven't seen the city of God, um, you, you got to watch it. Uh, but that, that's really what fascinated me about Brazil in the first place. It was the first time that I heard it's a movie. It's not a, it's, it's a documentary. Movie. It's a movie. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's a movie, but I, th- I think of it as a documentary just because of, you know, the content. The parallels that was, of exactly, everything. Exactly, okay. right? Like, it, I mean, it's real shit. Yeah. And, you know, they they showed some stats from, like, I think it was I think it was in the 60s or 70s when this movie took place that every, like, 90 seconds there was, like, a murder. 
right in in Jeez. Rio de Janeiro in the sixties in the sixties. Wow! Like every, I mean, it was it was something crazy like that, and I was just like, holy shit! So like that's super scary, right? Like you don't necessarily <laughs> want to go to a place, but at the same time, I was like, man, like I actually kind of do just because of man, like you 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 also see the creative side. I mean, there's beautiful fucking art everywhere. Like I was mm-hmm. watching this documentary where this guy, uh, and, and they don't have, you know, proper, you know, sanitation or, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we have, uh, mm-hmm. dumps and stuff like that. They don't really have a, a good way of managing garbage and waste and stuff yeah. like that in, in Brazil. So, um, again, I'm watching this, this documentary and I think it was on YouTube, uh, this this guy where where people were just dumping a bunch of garbage and waste and stuff like that and it was like in the middle of the city so again like there's this there's this lot people are just putting a bunch of shit there and then there's houses all around around it right and (laughs) so this guy like he cleans it up and he builds this beautiful garden made out of all of the trash right i mean like dude and, and it sounds disgusting Yes. But at the same time, like when you see it, I was just like, how the fuck did he do that? And like he like, had this vision, this? like he saw this. Yeah. He saw this pile of shit and he made a and he made this beautiful garden out of it. And it was crazy. Now, I'm not going to go there and, and eat the fruit that this guy's growing. Right. Because, no. you know, there's but probably some, you might know, be cleaner than some other. <laughs> right. Right. So, I mean, it's just, it's just insane. Like in yeah. the things that people do with so little is, is, is fascinating. So, um, I fucking love you guys. That sounds, I bet like, was I that mean, a comment or was that you to them? No, no, no. That was, that was me to them. But okay. I bet like when people are listening to this on the podcast, they're like, Bro, what the fuck is this guy? Is he drunk or something? <laughs> um, no, but just, you know, the, the dialogue going on um on instagram live so man like i'm again like i'm super excited to uh you know to open this group up to you guys to you know because we can only do this so much i think as a group to where Mm -hmm. uh you know if we create a group in facebook that you guys really have daily access to us other than just like commenting on uh videos and um shooting us direct messages which again like we love uh thank you for all of the feedback man it's been incredible to to really see like you know where we started to where everything is now to to be providing um real valuable content for you guys that that you can take away um and again all the dialogue that's going on right now um this is exactly why we're going to do what we do um you know with the facebook group so again you guys will hear first thing we'll probably post about it or we'll do an Instagram live. So guys, make sure you guys stay tuned. Um, if you have any questions, uh, shoot it to our DM or you can also email it to us, um, at mindversmuscle at gmail.com. Um, and then, uh, yeah, be looking out for the Facebook group or the uh, Facebook forum, um, coming soon. So, uh, I'm going to wrap it up guys. Thank you so much. Um, happy Father's Day to me. I, I just feel that <laughs> I'm like living it up. I'm living it yeah. up. It's, uh, and it's, it's been the a great first experience. One. So it is the first one. So, all right, guys. Later. If you love the Mind versus Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five star rating and review to get your questions answered on the next episode. See the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind versus Muscle.